This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. I want to play the new intro. No, we're not playing the intro. Yeah, come on, man. Let's play the new intro. We're not playing the intro. Greetings, young Padawans, and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site in this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Welcome to the May the 4th episode of EduTech Guys Radio, brought to you by Death Star Ribs and Barbecue and Jar Jar's Used Cars. If your brood of Padawans has outgrown your land speeder, head to Jar Jar's Used Cars and upgrade to an Imperial Walker today. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, David Henderson. And I'm Jeff I did the voice. See? <laughs> you did the voice. <laughs> no, it was terrible. It was. That I was, couldn't hear you. That was no Darth Vader. <laughs> that was a Darth no oh, Darth no, Vader. no, you didn't do that. That's no moon. Hey, well, I also want to thank CDWG for providing equipment for us here on the show and... And to Southwest Arkansas Education Cooperative and Hope Public Schools, both in Hope, Arkansas, for letting us do this. You got some weird... My bracelets is making noise. Those are, those are your bantha teeth chattering. Bantha, bantha beads. Your bantha beads. <laughs> As you can guess, we're taking full advantage of the May the 4th do, 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 to have do, a May do, the 4th do, show. Do, do. We know you're jealous. Go ahead and be jealous. Be jealous. It's okay. You can be jealous. Um, it's going to be a great show today. Um, we're going to talk all about Star Wars stuff in education. And we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of stuff about education. Maybe some technology stuff thrown in there. I'm sure there will be all kinds of different things happening uh hey listen you can uh tweet to us uh use hashtag etg chat and or you can uh, just hit us up directly on twitter at edutechguys uh you can also head to edutechguys.com there's a form on that first page you can fill that out uh let us know what you think what you're thinking what you want to hear what you don't want to hear whatever we don't we're we're open for whatever (laughs) (laughs) just let us know that's right facebook.com slash edutechguys slash well it's crazy this is our 41st show we are old last week we were excited because our 40th show was I feel like we're breaking, you know, new ground here. Okay. Well, the other reason <laughs> I don't is understand. That I'm we, so confused. We, we lost Greg as a as a regular. I on can't the show. find him anywhere. I've looked and I cannot find him. <laughs> we lost you, Greg. It's a long story. He was very cold. I had to use my light. I had to use his lightsaber, and I had to slice open that. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you've you've seen that story. It's that. It's the same old tale. Bantam you know, fodder. 
Boy freezes, <laughs> slice open. Oh, Boy mind. gets knocked off, <laughs> tauntaun, <laughs> frozen in cave. That's right. Best friend saves him, cuts open tauntaun, puts him in to throw him out. It's That's just, right. How many times have you heard that? Uh, you know, boy kisses sister, whatever. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to quote C3PO here and say, you know, just let the Wookiee win. <laughs> just let the yes. Wookiee win. Absolutely. The theme of the show. Just let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee win. Let the Wookiee hit the floor. Let the Wookiee. <laughs> I knew I'd get that in there somehow. <laughs> He's been singing it all day, so. <clears throat> so, yeah. May the 4th. You know, it's interesting. It's very interesting. It's not as popular as I thought it would be today. Well, my Twitter feed's got a few May the 4th things on it. Yeah. But, you know, you think schools would jump into it, especially with STEM and STEAM and all the makey stuff. I mean, you think of the things you can do with Star Wars. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I wonder how many 3D printable templates are out there on the web to download and print Star Wars stuff. Oh, I, I'm sure there's tons. And, and, and even uh, if you go slightly um, less technologically inclusive for lack of a better description um not long ago uh one of the, you know one of our very good friends uh, kevin honeycutt uh, he actually created a, an x-wing fighter template that you cut out of paper or cardboard or you know whatever you can scale it up to whatever size you want and you can actually build your own x-wing fighter and uh, oh, you know, right. I mean, there's all kinds of cool things. Isn't that the one you could you could also buy those cool pop rivets for cardboard and put together? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So I mean, geez. Yep. You know, it's really interesting. I know we're going to talk about Star Wars in the classroom.com here in a little bit, but you know, think about Star Wars. I mean, if you want to get kids interested in math and say mm-hmm. space, then just you know, let's take the size of the Death Star in relation to Earth, and let's see how big it was. Yeah, was exactly. it a moon to Earth? Would it be the size of the moon that Earth is? And yeah. How far was it from what planet was it? I don't. Well, there were lots. I don't know which one. Tatooine. You want Alderaan? Which one do you want? <laughs> I, that was a trap there to see how. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, this will be the show that goes down in history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, in, infamy. That's the show that Greg left. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah! You remember when Greg left? That's the show. Remember when Greg was there? But you know, seriously though, um, I think there's so much stuff out there. I I wonder how many uh, innovation hubs and things like that took advantage of today to run some specials. You know, come on down to the innovation hub, build a walker. Are you looking for an ad tat? I'm looking for an ad tat. Where's that at? Where's that? Between the A and the D. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting on its A, sipping its tea. Oh. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Dang, where's my R two D two noise? <laughs> that was a, that was a Twitter thing, wasn't it? <laughs> There's a squirrel in here. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I would like to apologize. No, to- seriously though. Um, yeah, dropping off in Star Wars and education—it's a big deal. Um, I'm sure a lot of schools jumped on it today. Although, you know, May is also a time when schools are testing. They were starting to wear down and run down and get that last-minute stuff going. Yes. A lot of a lot of seniors are gone this week, I think, for most schools, aren't they? Do seniors still get out early? Yeah. yeah. Usually it's, uh, what, a week to two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, and I believe at a lot of schools, around here anyway, the seniors, if they're not – this may be their last week uh, for seniors or possibly next week, but it's definitely close to it. Very interesting. Yep. Absolutely. Well, cool. You want to jump into it? Why? Where, where am I? Um, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about was, as Jeff had mentioned, or is, not was, is uh, StarWarsInTheClassroom.com. And what's really cool about... Uh, <laughs> I hear the candy wrapper. That dude. was a candy wrapper. <laughs> um, we have the Star Wars candy here today. <laughs> uh, where, I don't even know what I'm doing. Classroom.com. All right, StarWarsInTheClassroom.com. Um, they, it's you know, you were talking about math and space, and what's really cool is uh, that they actually have um, different resources, different folks who are using Star Wars in their classroom, um, and really covers all kinds of different aspects of education. Uh, one of the things that I was kind of surprised. In a way, you know, it's one of those things after you after I read it and I was like, well, yeah, actually I can see that parallel. 
Um, there are a lot of ties to to uh, earthly history yeah. uh, that make parallels in Star Wars. Um, and, you know, things like uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting um, was uh, kind of a parallel between what happens to the native sand people and um, what happened to Native Americans. Oh. Yeah, very uh, interesting. You know, I, th- I saw a thing on there um, that was quite interesting when you said that. That was about, uh, yeah, Jeff's telling a story. He, it, it was about, <laughs> um, well, I am just completely off my game. Okay. It was about uh, Night of the Long Knives. There it is. Order 66 and the Night of the Long Knives. In the original trilogy, Star Wars fans learned very uh, learn very little about the destruction of the Jedi at the hands of Darth Vader and the Empire. Developing this story for the prequels, George Lucas once again turned to the history of World War II for inspiration, mirroring the evil actions of the Emperor Palpatine with one of the modern era's most ruthless dictators, Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because that's right because you know the that's and I noticed that he does that a lot. You know, this is just kind of ebb and flow. Yeah. But yeah. you know what else is really cool is that if you go to Star Wars in the Classroom.com. You can find their content areas. So let me just list those for you. Mythology, social studies, ELA, English as a second language, English language learners. That's pretty cool. Robotics, yeah, that's a given. Science, healthy living, global citizenship, um, and then they have their projects and things on there. But I think that's pretty interesting that they, the social studies is right. They break it into history, government, geography, and and world history. world religions because you know you forget that the jedi that is the force that hold the good and bad side that is a religion uh, yeah it, what is the name of the religion i never is it jedi jedi knights the knights of jedi i'm sure there are those who are much more fluent in the ways of star wars lore and canon the than knights we that go, so <laughs> i just come to say <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to... Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a terrible... That's a terrible Wookiee. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That's that is okay. that is some really cool stuff. So if you want to check out Star Wars in the Classroom, um, you have a whole year to look at before the next May 4th. <laughs> before the next May 4th. Although I think the another movie comes out and uh, the Rogue One comes out, I yeah. believe, in Christmas? I believe it's around set for Christmas. And yes. they actually have a rogue section in Star Wars in the classroom. And what it is is that, uh, are you an educator who can supplement your lessons with Star Wars? Well, then you're a rogue. How do you become a member? We're looking for educators, educators, past or present, from any subject area level who have used, currently used, or hope to use the Star Wars saga for the purpose of teaching and learning. If you're a Star Wars nerd, this is the place, and you're a teacher, this is the place that you need to go to. You need to yeah. check out Star yeah. Wars in the classroom because it's really happening. Well, and you know, going along what I was talking about earlier with the, you know, kind of the plight of the native folks, they have a whole section there that actually also deals with, um, I mean, there's a whole article here, Star Wars and America's Westward Expansion. I mean, it's talking about how it's a desolate and dangerous place, the homestead and the settlers, farming and prairie life. Um, you know, the gunfights in saloons. I mean, you know, Han shot first. That's, you know. <laughs> so, That's great. You know, a lot of parallels. Um, so a lot of cool things you can tie in. And then um, and then we have what I would consider the more obvious, as Jeff had mentioned before, you know, the math and space and science of, of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, can just, there's so, so much cool. you can do with that. Absolutely. I, I could see it being a big deal. I see you got the hashtag. I'm going to look at the, uh, the uh, show notes that David's put together for us today. I notice in here we have Star Wars in education, and then right underneath that is Teach Me You Did hashtag. Yes, the Teach Me You Did challenge. Okay. Um, and I, as far as I can tell, that's a brand new thing this year. I don't believe it's it was uh, before this. Now, it may have been. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a brand new thing. But essentially, um, the, the challenge is that you post the hashtag Teach Me You Did, uh, and and on on social media and call out a teacher who helped you uh, along the way you know who made a difference in your life and and thank them you know it goes right hand in hand with teacher appreciation week which this week is teacher yeah. appreciation week so uh, i think it's very cool um celebrate the teacher who made a difference oh i see it right here i started following it on tweet deck if you're not using tweet deck jump on it definitely yeah worth, definitely absolutely. worth looking at 
Um, uh, yeah, the, but I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it. Here's one right here. To my college professor, uh, thanks for helping me find the passion and my love for literature. Teach me you did. May the fourth be with you. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah that's pretty interesting. Um, uh, so, yeah, definitely look at that. If you're listening to the show, share that out with your folks. We'll tweet it out here in just a bit and drop our link onto the Teach Me You Did and May the Fourth Be With You hashtags. That's pretty cool. Very cool. So, uh, oh, man, you've got lots of links in here today. I did. I, I, I went I went you searching. Went link crazy. In the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> I see one here. Dave's got some great stuff. We were just talking about Star Wars. Why would you not have coding on Star Wars Day? Code.org slash Star Wars. Yes. That was actually one of the first hour of code projects that I took part in. Oh, yeah? I, I really wasn't um, – I mean, you know, it was – it was it had been around for a while. Um, and, I mean, Code.org uh, had been and, – and schools were starting to talk about it and things were starting to bubble up. And uh, when when they said, we have a Star Wars, I was like, okay, that's got to be cool. Um, and so uh, – Jumped out to code.org and uh, and it is code.org slash Star Wars and uh, you, you they and now they actually have two different ways when I, when I did it the first time it was just the drag and drop graphical uh, scratch like interface I, I'm sure it's whatever you know I'm sure it's got a name for it it's not scratch or blocky or whatever it's whatever they're using <laughs> yeah um, but it's it's that same kind of block type interface um, but now you can actually code in uh, text. The JavaScript and oh, actually cool. do JavaScript. I see so, that. Yeah, I haven't done that yet, so I think that'll be. So you fun, can but. use the drag and drop blocks and JavaScript. In yeah, that's, that's very cool. cool. Yeah, it's very well, cool. no, I like their site too because I noticed right off the bat they got a great video on there. Inspire Girl with coding. Yeah, you know I think it's a big deal right now with Star Wars. A lot of uh, of heroines in Star Wars now. So it, oh you know, yeah, it's it's not just a you know a geeky guy thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was geeky. I'm not a geek. Yeah, I'm a geek. So, uh, <laughs> we're talking about Star Wars on May the 4th. Yes, we're, yes, we're geeks. We're talking about it. So. Uh, yes. uh, but doggone it's JavaScript. I'm kidding. I shouldn't be so obnoxious about JavaScript. And it looks pretty cool. Oh, it's the website there. You hear that? <laughs> I'm like, I hear music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David and I are following a feed straight off the machine. <laughs> yeah. There, is that better? It's gone now. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, so, yeah, take a look at uh, code.org slash Star Wars. Drop into it. It'll be some fun. Um, uh, what's this next well, one? Well, I'm going to... Uh, well, we'll skip that for okay, just a second. Okay, go ahead. Um, along the same lines of coding, um, CSS animation.rocks and we'll we'll post that out on Twitter CSS animation.rocks slash Star Wars they have the Force Awakens title screen done all in HTML5 CSS Wow and so what's very cool is um, that they show you how to how you know how you make the letters, make the logo. The they bring in the Force Awakens text and it spins. Remember at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Uh, they show you how to do that exact same thing all in CSS. See, that's really crazy. So cool, so cool. And it, it talks about um, getting the spacing between the words "Star" and "Wars," you know, so that you have enough room for the Force Awakens to come spinning in. I mean, it, it's very cool. So yeah, so CSS animation rocks slash star. Star Wars, um, and the, it's kind of a well, not kind of a. It is a. It's a. It's a demo slash intro to the full blown uh, coding service. Um, not coding service, but the instruction. They oh. teach you CSS. They teach you how to do the the coding and programming behind. Uh, web pages and websites, and, and so this is one of their CSS animation dot rocks. Is that this is this is their way of you know teasing you and getting you in. <clears throat> so um, all of you startups out there that are listening, to this show, <laughs> you got that person that came in that told you they knew CSS, yeah, and that don't know CSS. <laughs> Send them over there for that demo, and they can start working on the little Star Wars right there. <laughs> that was obnoxious, wasn't it? Was that a dig at somebody? No. Oh, I'm okay. Just I'm just saying. Oh, I know CSS. Yeah, he works down and he changes brake pads. No. <laughs> I see, though, that if you go to CSS animation.rocks, by the way, we just put that out on the uh, Twitter. Um, 
I see that that you can. They've got the HTML, then they show you the CSS for it, then they show you the JS for it, and then they show you the result. Yeah. So you know, yeah. and and that's a really that's a really great thing. We'll dive. We'll we'll drop into this topic a minute. You know, when I learned, I taught myself HTML in nineteen ninety. <laughs> um, uh, a long time ago. Some of our listeners were not even born yet, probably. Uh, yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> But, yes. you know, most of it was just searching the web and stealing what you could steal and figuring out exactly you know, what was going on. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I like sites like this is just show me the code and let me figure, oh, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I can drop that in. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. But I understand that uh, CSS Animation dot rocks they do lots of different code every day. Is, is it a daily thing, I guess? You think that's what it runs like? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, to tell you the truth. Um, I, I For some reason, I, I was thinking it was more like a... Ooh, it's like everything. I see that. Yeah, like, you know, it, it's a... It's an online course, sure. At, Spheres, course site, stereoscopic you know. yeah. CSS, and portal CSS. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, they teach you how to do all kinds of really cool things with CSS and HTML5 and wow. JavaScripting. I mean, there are all kinds of cool stuff. They even there. show you how to build Apple Watch dials. Oh, cool. Yeah. The demo. Here's an, yeah. They show you how they do the radio progress bars and stuff like that. Dang. That's pretty crazy. That yeah. Is. That's a that's a really great site. Good find, David. Thank you. Do you get an extra lollipop in your pay pouch this week? Woohoo, lollipop! <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a smack. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, what were we going to go back to? Um, oh, I, I'll see one there, though. Coffee with Kenobi. What's that? Uh, Coffee with Kenobi is a podcast um, that I stumbled across. And, uh, of course, it's all, you know, Star Wars related and what have you. And,. Um, I just, like I said, I just kind of stumbled across it, you know, looking for different things and, uh, you know, coffee with Kenobi. I mean, that's what a perfect, (laughs) perfect title. So anyway, you guys check it out. I have, I have, I I will admit I, I did not listen to any of the episodes yet. Um, I, I plan to, but didn't get a chance to today. So I have no idea if the content is, uh, safe for work, not safe for work. Safe for families, not safe for families. Oh, don't I don't know. You, yeah. you just gonna have to listen and judge for yourself. Because what's appropriate for my family might not be appropriate for yours. And that's exactly right. We do not endorse nor uh, whatever coffee with Kenobi, but we're telling you to take a look at it. That's you right. Enjoy. Yeah, it. we don't. We don't. It's uh, Star Wars related, whatever. and that's what today was all. That's about. A, that's what that's what it's about, man. <laughs> all about the Star Wars. Okay, so now I, I want to ask you this one because I see it on the list. So Star Wars, that awkward moment when. Yeah. So one of the other things that I found now, I, this is going to be. I don't even know if we can pull this off because what it is, uh, there is a website called Sporkle. S P O R C L E. That allows you to make different um, quizzes, you know, interactive quizzes. You see them on Facebook and stuff all the time. Okay, so I happened to find one. I I actually was, I had taken a different quiz um, that was a a Star Wars Episode Four scrolling. um, uh, Oh, you know the the intro scroll, yeah, the title yeah. scroll, yeah, and you it was all fill in the blank, like it was it was all blank, and you had to type in the words to the scroll, see how well you knew okay. the scroll in, in a given amount of time. So there's fourteen so questions here. This one, doing? yeah. So so this one is, can you pick the Star Wars characters from their awkward moments? So <laughs> yes, okay. So, okay, go ahead. So the first one is that awkward moment when you realize it's a trap. All right, and then so those who can't see on the screen, there's a list of characters, it's a, and so it's a bunch of blocks. Yeah, yeah so, so okay. it's Admiral Ackbar. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, so that awkward moment when you realize you're alone in a valley full of Jawas. <laughs> okay, well, see now, so that's got to be um, R2D2 and uh, C3PO. Well, you can only pick one, so which one most likely? Crap, I don't know. Well, I, we'll yeah. say R2D2. R2D2. The awkward moment when you realize you kissed your brother. Okay, <laughs> well, that's easy. That was Darth Maul. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yes, yes. That, that was uh, that Palpatine. Was Princess Leia. <laughs> the awkward moment when you tell Luke that Darth Vader killed his father. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, is that Obi-Wan? Yeah, that's okay. Obi-Wan. you got to help me out here. Cause, okay, you know, okay. I'm stupid. Wait, you, you, you missed. Go back. Oh, did I? Sorry. You skipped one, yeah. There that awkward go. moment when you realize those were the droids you were looking for. <laughs> that would be a stormtrooper. <laughs> the awkward moment when you realize that Han, that Han shot first. Well, that one's easy. That's Greedo. Greedo. The awkward moment after you brag about shooting Womp Rats back home. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Greg said that one time. Did he? I'm joking. 
In case Greg was listening. That's right. Greg was shooting womp rats back in Blevins. That awkward moment when you realize yoga carries a lightsaber. That was um, Darth Maul, wasn't it? No. Or Count Dooku. Count Dooku, yeah. Okay. The awkward moment when you realize you forgot about Gwigon's lightsaber. Gwigon, excuse me. Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon. I'm sorry, I can't read. No, evidently. Lightsaber as you and your torso fall down a reactor <laughs> shaft. That one's Darth Maul. Okay. I don't, you know, some of, that was the guy with the lipstick on his face all over it, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the awkward yeah, the moment after you face. choke someone with the force. Well, that's Darth Vader. Darth Vader. He's a force choker. The awkward moment when you realize you just said force choker on the radio. No. <laughs> that awkward moment when you realize you're in pieces in a bag on a Wookiee's back. <laughs> I think I know that one. The awkward moment when your right hand C-3PO throws you down here. a reactor shaft to your death. Yes. Your right hand man throws you down the reactor shaft. Oh, that's Impeter. That's Palpatine. Impeter yeah. Palpatine. The awkward moment when you realize that this is no cave. This is no cave. That's Han Solo. It is. And I guess the last one, the awkward moment when you realize you probably shouldn't wear a jetpack all the time. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Boba Fett. So um, there you go. So it took us, I don't know how long. The timer says 2.15, but I don't remember. Oh, it started at five minutes, so the countdown, so however long that is. So that's all you do? Yeah, that's it. And you get a time score? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's it. You know. Hey, if you're looking for something fun that was easy, <laughs> we already answered all the answers for you for. Sorry. Check out. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll tweet it out. Uh, yeah, I'll, po- I'll, I'll tweet that out right now. Dave's going to tweet it out. So uh, that was fun. That's that's what we do. So Is that what we do on the show now? That, that's, a, that's a whole new genre. We should just make up. We should pull out the questions uh, for network administration. <laughs> oh, there you go. And we'll just do like a quiz. Exactly. We'll have our own little quiz show. Yes. You've there got, you go. <laughs> you've got an office in Berlin and an office in New York. <laughs> <laughs> You remember those. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Microsoft questions. But you need your users to be able to log in from either site and still have access to their files. You know, there's a funny story about Microsoft certifications. I remember back in 1990, I was at a uh, workshop. Right, right after your uh, HTML coding. <laughs> exactly. And there was an early Windows 95 cert. I don't know. It was an early Windows NT class. And they were talking about certification tests in uh, the, the Microsoft engineer that was teaching it said okay two key things to remember one of the most key two key things here is that um you have all the time in the world microsoft thinks you have all the time in the world and you have all the money in the world ah yes so i have an office in berlin and an office in chicago i must create a ms chap handshake between (laughs) a modem yes and a paper shredder (laughs) what do you use there what are we going to use for that so yeah, um, a lot of Star Wars stuff out there, and it's funny. I have to give David credit. the The notes today are really hilarious. Right there in the very beginning, it says intro bantha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, banter bantha. You see what I did there? That's too funny. Thank you. Um, if you didn't hear the beginning of the show, um, we might have to play here later in the show. We might have to play you the intro again if you came in late, because if you missed our intro, it was a classic. It was honestly at the end of this show, you'll probably say to yourself, "I should have just listened to the first minute and a half of the show." That's right. <laughs> and That's right. Those guys then, and then just went click. <laughs> but on but, all seriousness, know, I... yeah, Star Wars, great place to get going. A uh, great place to get your kids interested. You know, I had a conversation with a high school student today. And it's interesting what kids, they, they look at education as a job. They feel like they're being forced to learn stuff they don't want to learn. Right. And, you know, and it's funny, I, I, our generation would have never really said that. You're forcing us to learn stuff we don't want to learn. We're just like, oh, we're supposed to do this. <laughs> Trigonometry, I'll use it every day. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> right. so we just did it. Oh, I better do this. Spelling words. Spell, spell, spell. <laughs> but... You know, I think that this is a great way to get kids. We always talk about how do you get kids, you know, excited about this stuff. I mean, this whole week, the May the 4th week, this whole week, you could have kids probably teaching most of your lessons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really could. You know, throw it out two weeks before and go, listen, you've got all this technology and stuff. Let's do some crazy stuff here. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, today would be a great day to me to to have dress-up day for, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Yeah, that'd and be have, very and cool. And have coding competitions and some robotics battles and yeah. that whole kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah, that, there's an interesting one. You would wonder why the robotics teams around the country, and there might be some, like the one that was here in Arkansas, you know, because there were like 50 competitors. Right, right. May the 4th would have been a great day. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure they probably used the Star Wars theme before. You know, most most robotics things have probably done that before already. So, But, yeah, um, just to throw that out there, right now... There is a new set of standards uh, in Arkansas that yeah. are the uh, the um, what are they? the this? computer science standards. computer science standards. Yes. Yeah. Um, the co-op is going to be. Working. We actually, yeah, um, the 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 education service center where we are here, Southwest Arkansas Education Co-op. Uh, we received a, a grant, uh, and what we're going to do with that is uh, we're actually going to. Um, develop some training and then take that training to each of our districts and show teachers how they can take some of these, uh, what what seem to be these kind of super high-level technical concepts with coding and show how they can be incorporated, you know, just in everyday what, what teachers are already doing in their classrooms. Right. Uh, a, a prime example um, that I, I'm sure I've probably used before, but um, you know, my wife teaches second grade, and so one of the things they do is they do sequencing. You know, what came first in the story, next, and they build these steps. All right. Well, you have sequencing, you have steps in coding, in programming. It's called an algorithm. That it's just a different vocabulary word. It's the exact same thing. Right. It's the list of steps that are required to accomplish whatever the task is, or to tell that particular story, what have you. Okay, so now we're also going to call this an algorithm. Um, and I, I remember when when the the standards were still in um, not not beta. Then I call it beta. What they, <laughs> they were still under review. They had not. They were draft. They were in draft form. Um, and we had seen a, a copy of the draft standards as, as the public was allowed to give input on that. And um, so we, we were sitting down and we were talking, and that's when I said, you know, yeah, you're going to have to incorporate computer science standards and blah, blah, blah. And that, that was her reaction was, How, I don't have time for that. And so we talked about that very thing, and she was like, oh, well, that's easy. Exactly. And so the grant that the co-op received, we're going to do that with the member districts in our area and it's going to be a quick overview, um, show them how to basically translate that vocabulary into things they're already doing, and then give them time to kind of map things out for themselves. Cool. Uh, and at the same time, we're building a, and I can't remember the word Monica used. Flippity gibbet. Yeah, just flippity gibbet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, whatever it is, basically it's going to be a, a storage clearinghouse of those of how how those are all tied together so essentially if a teacher came in and said you know what i really i have no idea they could go to this site this repository pull up and go oh okay oh yeah yeah i see and have it apply to their grade level or you know whatever they're doing so yeah yeah, very that's pretty cool very cool so uh, this whole first year is actually just prepping for this new standard right yeah we're gonna yeah we're gonna take the bulk of this year I, i don't think the full year i think the bulk of the year probably up until i believe it's next june um developing and working on it and then start the training uh start those professional development sessions in june uh, for the area schools. Cool. Well, let me so. throw this out there. I know this also. Henderson State University um, mm-hmm. in Arkadelphia, Arkansas, this year, June 6th through 9th and 13th through 16th, they're doing a Preparing for the Praxis Computer Science oh. Test 5651. Wow. And it's an eight-day course with Amazing. three follow-up days during the fall, during the rest of the year, to help also get um, teachers ready to take the Praxis. And... It's free. That is awesome. It's no charge. And here's yeah. the crazy part. It's 66 professional development hours. Man. So, no, it, it, there's a really interesting for the educators out there. If you're looking to get into the computer science standards and get into computer science yeah. uh, with the state of Arkansas on the, and take the practice, that's out there. And it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. It's Like I said, it's an eight-day course, and they'll be asked to complete several assessments during the course over the next five months after yeah. the course is over. Because they're going to try to build a better program. Sure. Because yeah, this is new. Sure. So we're trying to, just like here. Right. Um, and, but then each individual will be required to attend three follow-up courses during the fall semester of 2016. That's very cool. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, because it's free. Yeah. 
So yeah. if you're looking for something really hardcore to do, if you wanted to do those eight days in the summer and come to the co-op for the next year, yeah, I can probably pretty much guarantee you that you would pass the praxis and know pretty much everything you needed to know, especially with that little starter. Yeah. At Henderson, yes. with what's happening at the co-op, and then using the co-op throughout the year, oh my gosh, you could probably just rock computer science standards yeah. after it came out. Yeah, like that'd that. be cool. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm glad we brought that up. I just we've been talking about it. it kind yeah. of falls in today. It's you know, yeah. and at the end of it, computer science, you build a Death Star. There you go. Or you build a planet that sucks the sun and then blows you away and kills thousands of planets. <laughs> well, Isn't that what they did? Well, I watched the Star just, Wars. Uh, yeah, well, they only blew away the ones that were you know pertinent to the. First trilogy. I watched the war. Of the, the, war <laughs> the first the three episodes, they blew up. They kept four, five, and six planets. Yeah, just not the one, two, and three. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a watcher of the War of Stars. I watch it, and the guy with his big dog flying around in the in the bird. I watch that. I've seen it. Well, the dog has a new owner now. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, and speaking of, I think we ought. I think we ought to break into a song. Not we. I oh, think, it's I think music time. It is music time. Yeah, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We have some special music for you today. Um, I hope you like it. We're just going to get out of here and let you listen to some music. Bye-bye. <laughs> ah, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. How about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah! Star Wars! Those near in Star Wars! My seventh winner up here! Star Wars! I wonder if I said die enough times. Ever heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? Solo. On Solo. Chewie. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage. Piloting the Falcon after all these years, the home you see. But they got older, and I'm worrying. This is ridiculous. Come show time, something could happen. They are done smuggling. See you in hell. Solo. Can you hear me? I'm on Coruscant and dreading about what could come to be. But you stormed and and flew casually. Fly casually. I remember how it felt when the Empire fell at our feet. Hyperspace is between us, just under 12. You just don't know. J.J. Abrams, please don't make me cry. You'll have to say sorry for everything that you've done. It went the credits roll on. Soul is gone. It's, it's terrifying. Oh, Han Solo doesn't die. Don't want him lightsaber shot won't fry. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Solo. How are you? All right, pal. Got no blaster wounds or missing limbs and no farewells upcoming. I hope that you will. Does it make anyone nervous how this is secretive as hell? Hope the secret isn't that Han is running out of time.
Just get on board, and we'll get out of here. Old Han Solo doesn't die. That was a, that was an added little extra. What was that? I was like, what is that? <laughs> Once again, Jeff didn't listen to the music where he put it on the radio. <laughs> hey, we hope you enjoyed that. That was uh, that was Bill Murray in Star Wars from the seventies from SNL, and then um, the uh, Adele "Hello Han Solo" remix parody that yes, was done yes. by a guy. Which we were talking uh, off mic. Um, that song, that parody was released actually like the week or two weeks before the movie. And so, you know, he's in there, hope Han Solo doesn't die. You know, and, and then after the movie came out, the comments were full of, holy cow, I can't believe, you know, you called it. You know, I mean, it was wait, just. Wait. Han Solo died? Oh, sorry. Crap. Spoiler Jeez. alert. Sorry. That's just terrible. Thanks. Anyway. Th- thanks for listening. Magic <laughs> <laughs> Tech has ruined Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. Hey, yeah, that's some great music. We thought we'd play some fun music today because it was, uh, it is May the 4th. It is. It's May the 4th. Um, listen, we have some other stuff we want to talk about. So, uh, jumping into some other technology stuff that yeah, has man. an impact on education, which yeah. we like to try to do. is I'm a big guy, so I always have an impact on education. But um, <laughs> oh, Jeff, tripped and, <laughs> Jeff tripped and squashed an entire chemistry class. <laughs> Um, Microsoft Flow. Uh, Flow. The preview came out, or some of its stuff, it, it kind of mm-hmm. launched heavily this week. Um, I guess you would call it the IFTTT of Microsoft. Right. And right. same thing. Um, uh, the Microsoft people immediately went, it's the greatest thing since, you know, chainsaw sliced bread. But, um, you know, I mean, it is cool. I looked at it. I was looking at the preview for it. Uh, they've got a lot of templates out um, already. So if you were looking for... You know, something new to try. You could take a look at it. <laughs> As I start clicking, go, where did I put those preview templates at? <laughs> I know they're here somewhere. I got them around somewhere. <clears throat> here they are. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, they've got some really cool. Now, it all is about using Outlook, right, at this point. It seems to be. Everything that I well, see. Well, it's very it. much tied to Office. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hmm. I, I see some Dropbox stuff that's, you know, but it's like copy new files in Dropbox to a specific folder on OneDrive. Right. So why would you put files in two different places at the same time? I mean, I thought that's what the cloud, the idea was, let's get away from having multiple copies of files. But I, I'm not going to question Microsoft because they make a lot more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I would say um, right off the bat, if you go to flow.microsoft.com uh, templates, 
Uh, and we'll post that one out really quick here in just a second. In fact, I'll post it right Are you now. doing it? Okay. I was going to say, I, I do it, uh, but you go ahead. All right. Yeah, if you <laughs> – excuse me. <coughs> Choked on my tootsie roll. He's getting all ch- – <laughs> That was terrible. <coughs> so, dude, um, dude, dude, dude. I'm eating my candies here. I, I've had like a six, or six Snickers and a Milky Way. <laughs> the sugar is just boom. <laughs> But no, uh, you take a look at that. We've got a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, it's like created to-do item and wonder list for important email, save my email attachments, a SharePoint document library, some really cool stuff. If you're a Microsoft shop, then uh, it's definitely worth looking at. It does give you a lot more recipes than, than, than um, IFTTT does when it comes to Microsoft products. Because well, yeah, and again, that's and that's right, and well, and that's that is its main focus, right? My, right. Microsoft is. Yeah, they're building, uh, I won't say an alternative, but a similar platform to uh, If This Then That. But um, because it ties so closely with Microsoft products, I mean, it, it even it even ties into things like their Azure services, um, as you had mentioned, you know, to, the, to their Outlook. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it, it is very cool. Um, here's one, create a new item in SharePoint when a new order is added in Salesforce. So, I mean, it ties to the heavy-duty back-end stuff that Microsoft has available. Um, and, and really, so far as I know, there's not a way for another company to tie into that. You know, yeah. th- this is Microsoft right. handling its business, frankly. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if I were a Microsoft shop, I would think this was a, a, an absolute must-have. Sure. Especially with this, when it comes down to the stuff they've integrated with, you're like SharePoint. Right, yeah. Because I mean, that's yeah. just like a, a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. There's a good one, too. Save, save tweets to a CSV file in Dropbox. Yeah. Yeah, but that, you can actually find that one on IFTTT, too. But that's, that's really nice that they're, they're making a nice one-all package there. Exactly. I mean, here's another one. Every day, post values from, SQL, from a SQL row to a specified Slack channel. Holy cow! That's pretty. That you know, for for the the startup needing that information, boom. You know. Yeah. I wonder if inside that you can define the time or when it does. I'm sure you can. So I'm sure you can. To, yeah. to see what the recipe says. That's very cool, man. It's funny. I call it a recipe. It's the IFTTT stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. The, I guess they call it a flow. It's a flow in Microsoft. Got a flow. Got a flow. <clears throat> so yeah, one more thing. Uh, no, in Microsoft Intune. Which, oh yeah, Microsoft Intune. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a real big deal. And it, its features, you know, it provides mobile device management, mobile application management, and PC management from the cloud. So it's it's an MDM PC management piece that's out there, kind of like Casper or some of the rest of those. Sure. So they just kind of got on board with, you know, if we're going to start turning out these tablets, mm-hmm. you know, phablets or tablets or whatever they're called. What are the surfaces that what what does that fall under? Is that a tablet? I guess yeah, it just it'd be a tablet. Yeah, yeah. So you know, surfaces and all that kind of good stuff. And it's not just their surfaces; it also handles uh, iOS devices using Microsoft products. So that's pretty cool. That is very cool. So and Android devices. Yeah, it is Microsoft. It's iOS and Android devices mm-hmm. um, using Microsoft products on it. So that's pretty neat. So if you want to take a look at it, we'll tweet it out here in a second. It's a, uh, it's just uh, Intune. If you're looking up Microsoft Intune. Uh, worth taking a, a gander at. And I'm curious. I'm going to try something real quick just to see, and I will tell you what I'm doing here, whether it works or not. Da, da, um, da, da. I'm curious to see, can you do intune.microsoft.com? No, you can't. Okay, so it's really weird because I noticed that Flow, you could go to flow.microsoft.com. Uh, I was hoping that, mean that, that that was going to mean that Microsoft was going to follow Google's lead in you know how most Google apps you can type name of app dot google dot com and get there, you know not all things but most things. And uh, I was kind of hoping Microsoft was going to follow suit. I just to me that just makes so much sense, you know, rather than you know web address re- web address slash name of product. Let's just do name of product dot web address. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe well, I'm, maybe I'm just anal. It was a good it was a good wish. <laughs> it was. So uh, it's time when for... When you wish upon <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> no. <laughs> he has a bad feeling about that. <laughs> Please. Um, want to give a big shout out to our one of our former regular hosts, Greg Moore. 
He's working for Aptigy, which is uh, one of my favorite companies because I, I use their You're product. using their product, so and, there you go. And I like their product. It's a very fine product. Um, but uh, he is also a – we'll be back on the show on occasion. When oh, he, yeah, yeah. When he gets time. Um, but he did do us a favor today. David and I looked up and, boom, what had someone placed in our greedy little hands but the – Google, Google app of the week or trick or Once again, trip or no. <laughs> it just doesn't work that I way. I don't know. But no, we want to thank Greg That's Moore for giving That's not how us. any of this works. <laughs> Greg uh, hit us up with a Google app trick of the week. Yeah. And um, it is a hardcore one. Uh, David and I, if you're looking for someone to come into your school district and do some workshops for you, especially on podcasting, uh, give us a holler. Just uh, yeah. write either one of us, David at edutechguys.com or Jeff at edutechguys.com. Visit yeah. the website, hit the bottom, and send us a link. But we did a, we're doing a workshop. We've mm-hmm. actually done a workshop. Um, it's a quick intro. It's about a one-hour quick intro yeah. to how you can do podcasting in the classroom and lots of great ideas along there. And we use Google Slides. Right. Because who doesn't? I mean, it's Google Slides. It's free. But now Google, the, the tip of the week, the cool thing, Google Slides has a new audience participation question and answer feature. Holy smokes. That, that is awesome. That is awesome. And I mean, somebody might go, well, that's not such a big deal. Yes, it is. It's a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge deal when you're working with teachers, when you're working in a large presentation. And, you know, if, if, if you're doing a presentation worth its salt, it's not got a lot of junk in it. Right. It, it, it needs to be a presentation that stimulates the conversation and the questions that you that you want from the crowd. That's right. the kind of exactly. presentation you want. Yes. And now I can look down at my iPad or my MacBook or my Surface Pro or whatever I'm showing this Google site on, and here come the questions come popping yes. in. So I can keep that flow going, you mm-hmm. know, and, it, and it's going to happen in real time. And, you know, we're, we're not stopping the flow of the real time, you know, vocals going on in the room, it's it's popping up on the screen, and yes. so you know you can take a gander down. Like if you follow ETG Chat and you have a question for us, we try to keep our eye on it so we can just catch it on Twitter and it doesn't have to stop the flow of the show. So yeah, you want to take a look at that one. Um, Engadget has a really great a really great piece on it, and um, if you want to take a look at that one, we'll drop that out here in just a second. But yeah, they're adding the uh, the ability for question and answers feature inside it well and not just with presentations but bringing that all the way back down to the classroom so now if you're um, teaching a lesson and you've got you know your your high points there and you're using a a google presentation you could actually post that uh, code into your slide and your students could pose questions while you're teaching without necessarily breaking the flow of that particular um, topic that you're teaching, if 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 it's warranted, you know, um, I I know a, a lot of times in the classroom, especially these days, um, you know, we get away from um, preacher teach, preach and teach, sage on the stage, you know, that type of stuff. Um, but there are some things, uh, and there are some times when you don't want to interrupt the flow of things in order to get to the, the conclusion you're trying to get to. Right. And so this would allow students to be able to pose those questions as they come up with them. They're going to show up in the you know on the presenters you know in in the presenters uh, screen for lack of a better description without interrupting the actual slideshow. So then the teacher can see those questions and can answer those either at the end or as question comes in, they can answer those on the fly as it pertains to. You know the particular slide they're on, or the, or maybe if they've already covered that, or if they're going to cover that. You know that type of thing. So I, I think it's very cool. I think it's got some really cool classroom application. Uh, I think it does across the board. Yeah. I mean, I, there's the kicker is that you know five bucks a month. You know if you're using it as a business, and now you have yeah. this ability to. There's a great part is you know most companies go into small presentations but mm-hmm. they do do they do do they large do ones. Do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh coming into conference areas where you're going to yeah. do maybe 30 or 40 people um what a great way for free sure. you know to yeah. drop out question and answer in your slides at conferences yeah, I, I think um, we'll, i think we're going to play with that as we build our oh yeah pu- we'll as we build our professional development we yeah. know we like to do this thing where we do kind of a uh what do you know kind of style NPR right yeah, radio trivia, show, trivia yeah. thing well this makes it even easier 
Yeah. Now we can do the trivia with question and answer right there in the slide. Yeah. 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 I wonder if you get to say that I haven't read everything on it, but I wonder if the questions and answers then stay part of that document uh, for the life Ooh, of that, that document. Cool. So that, you know, every time you go into a new presentation, you get more. You've got questions to fall back on to help you, you know. There's a beautiful part. If you can keep those questions, then you can improve your slide every time that you yeah. get ready to do it. That's yeah. pretty cool. Or... <clears throat> or you can, uh, in a weird sort of way, you could do the opposite, right? So if you if you get certain questions and you want to spark that conversation, then you know you may have to pare down some of the information on the slide so that it sparks that conversation. Right. Well, it's interesting they were. And there's about also here. another thing on here. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, they also do. Have you seen? Did you see on the Engadget thing the laser pointer? If you scroll down some more oh, on that, that page. Hmm. There's a laser pointer feature when you're presenting on a computer over the web that lets you quickly point out content on screen. So it basically turns your mouse into a laser pointer on oh, the screen. See, that I is l- so cool. I like laser pointers. <laughs> I know. You should see. I, I've got one, and Jeff is running around all the time, you know, like a cat. <laughs> it's catty. You're being catty, David. But that's a really cool feature too. Yeah, I was noticing on the on the Google site that it lets you uh, that they were showing it uh, when they were doing a talk. It showing Google was showing it to uh, them that it, they had 170 questions and people voted 800 times. So you have a voting feature inside oh, there too. Oh yeah, so that's yeah. pretty cool. That's really man, that is so cool. Well, let's jump out of there. There's your Google tip of the week. Google tip of the week. <laughs> Thank you, David. No. Um, <laughs> You keep saying that, and I keep doing but it. But we keep doing it. If you want to check us out on the web, that's www.edutecheyes.com. You can check us out on Twitter at EduTechEyes. You can also check us out on Facebook at EduTechEyes. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know you was asking me. I was. It's just the, 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 the look across the microphone there. And also, you can catch us on Instagram. Uh, not a lot of pictures on there yet. We're trying to. I'm trying to become an Instagram user and get some pictures out there because it's, it's, it's neat. I need. I guess I need to. Fire it up and try. I'm, I, I need to give you the login. That would probably help you a little bit. Right. <laughs> but I tell you what, what just for uh, if you didn't listen to the first of the show, we're not going to play it again. Should we play it again? Let's play it again. Okay. Are you sure? Are we going to fight about that too? Yeah. <laughs> listen, uh, this is silly probably, but um, we we did an intro just today for May the 4th. We want to play it for you one more time. And we're going to leave the mic hot because we're probably going to laugh during the middle of it because it was it was funny to us. And, uh, we had a good time making it. We had a good so. time making it. So um, this is the uh, this is the intro for May the Fourth that uh, Edutech guys did, and we hope you like it. I want to play the new intro. No, we're not playing the intro. Yeah, come on, man, let's play the new intro. We're not playing the intro. <laughs> no, we're playing the new intro. Oh. Greetings, young Padawans, and welcome to Edutech Guys Radio, radio radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site in this program for those of the participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Welcome to the May the 4th episode of EduTech Guys Radio, brought to you by Death Star Ribs and Barbecue and Jar Jar's Used Cars. If your brood of Padawans has outgrown your land speeder, head to Jar Jar's Used Cars and upgrade to an Imperial Walker today. <laughs> Man. We had way too much fun doing that. That was awesome. That yeah, was awesome. we hope you liked the show today. It's been a really fun show. I um, hope you like the Google trick, trick tip of the week. Yes, yes. And all the good Star Wars stuff, and yay. Yeah, all the stuff we covered, man. Great show. I think we got everything working out. Cool. Um, we do have a special outro for Star Wars. Yes, yes, we do, of course. Fourth. Yes. Um, but we uh, tune into us. Remember, radio.edutechguys.com. Visit us on the web, www.edutechguys.com. <laughs> the Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram, just look up Edutech Guys. That's it. Google Edutech Guys. You're going to find us. us. Absolutely. We hope. <laughs> I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Edutech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com.
participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.